Where did I get the best leadership advice? Advice that has been practical and yielded results immediately upon application? Well, I'm going to tell you. It didn't come from a leading business school, and I've been to some of the best, INSEAD, Babson, and the Judge Institute in Cambridge. It didn't come from a proclaimed leadership guru, and I've sat at the feet of some of the most expensive. No, this advice was pummeled, punched, and bathed in sweat before it was thrown to me. And it's the only leadership advice that has worked for me in the development of others across continents, across cultures, and across generations. You'll hear what it is without the smell on this edition of Riot Point Radio. Welcome to Riot Point Radio. Here is your dose of provocative thinking. In the late 1970s, I was working at a kids' camp in upstate New York. One of my co-workers, Simon, a fellow Brit and a keen boxer, had arranged to train at a local boxing gym where the coach had a reputation of developing talent. Simon had arranged a day's coaching on his Saturday off and had invited me to go with him. Now, I wasn't interested in boxing then, nor am I now. Watching all of those blows to the head remind me too much of past painful annual personal reviews. But I am interested in sport generally, so I decided to keep Simon company. And we arrived to a bricked, squat and windowless building on a hot and humid August morning. And as we entered into the fluorescent gloom, we were hit with grunts, dull thumps of leather hitting bodies, the whistling of jump ropes and the screams of mechanical fans pushing air at maximum revs. And well, the smell. I don't know what the collective noun for boxers is, but a pungent of pugilists would be a contender. So Simon goes to get changed while I hang on to the ropes of the training ring and wait. Next to me there's a conversation taking place and I can't help but overhear. A journalist is quizzing the coach and gym owner, Castamato, about his training methods. And Amato is straight out of central casting. Think Burgess Meredith, the coach from Rocky. Cus is from the Bronx. He's short, he's tubby, he's bald, and as P.G. Woodhouse once said, he looked like he'd been poured into his clothes and forgot to say, stop. Though no successful boxer himself, he's trained champions. And a few years after this interview, he'd be coaching Mike Tyson. The journalist asked D'Amato, so Mr. D'Amato, What's your secret behind creating so many good boxers? D'Amato corrected him and said, Secret? None. I don't create. My job is to discover and uncover, to find the spark and fan it. And when that spark becomes a flame, I feed it. Then I feed the fire until it becomes a roaring blaze. And then when it becomes a roaring blaze, I put huge logs on this was something that D'Amato was to restate many times. 
and I've always remembered this advice and applied it to my first senior management role. I looked for the spark in others and found it. And it worked. In fact, this episode was prompted by some kind words of my former colleagues who benefited from the application of this method. So your job is to discover and uncover the spark in others. Then fan the spark, and when it becomes a little flame, feed it. Then feed the fire until it becomes a roaring blaze, and then when it becomes a roaring blaze, put huge logs on. So there you go. If you want to download a template with these points, you can view this post on therightpoint.com. And if someone else would benefit from this method, pass it on. Share the love.